Thank you for joining me on the Spirit-Led Business Podcast. Today, we are continuing our Walking in Wisdom series with Proverbs chapter 20. Welcome, everyone. I'm so glad you are joining me today. I believe today is going to be a better day than yesterday because you were taking all the wisdom and experience you gained yesterday into today. That means you are far more dangerous today than you were yesterday. (laughs) So let's jump right into Proverbs chapter 20, starting with verse 1. Wine is a mocker, strong drink is raging, and whoever is deceived by it is not wise. Now, I know this is a point of division for some people in the body of Christ because they enjoy drinking. But here, I believe it's clear that we're seeing three things. We're seeing mockery related to wine, related to to strong drink, which would be like hard liquor or beer. It says wine is a mockery. So we got mockery. Strong drink is raging. So we have rage. And finally, it says that whoever is deceived by these things is not wise. I would say maybe the opposite of what wisdom is foolishness. So we got mockery. We got rage and we got foolishness. Now, I can tell you I haven't been saved all my life. So I know those things by experience are true. They come with the package. Verse 2, the terror of a king is as the roaring of a lion. Whoever provokes him to anger sins against his own soul. Verse 3, it is an honor for a man to cease from strife, but every fool will be meddling. Verse 4 says, the sluggard will not plow because of the cold. Therefore, he will beg during harvest and have nothing. The conditions don't always have to be perfect for you to move forward. For you to get out and make things happen. For you to start a new business. You know, right now people are thinking about all the craziness going on in the Middle East and in Ukraine and all of what United States, the president and so forth that we have, the administration, you could say, could have people just wanting to be paralyzed. Like, why would I start a business in these times? Well, because the times are normally never perfect, even when we think they are perfect. Think about 2008. Going into 2008, the housing market was booming. The economy was booming. It seemed that it was the perfect time for people to start businesses or to buy homes, to do all these things. But guess what? There was a wake-up call that happened. And what was that? That was that crash. And suddenly, houses were foreclosing, businesses were closing up. It was it was something that people did not foresee, right? So they were thinking it was a good time to sow. They were thinking it was a good time to move forward. So could it be the opposite? When everything doesn't look perfect, it could be the perfect time for you to move forward with your idea, with your business idea, with your plan that God has given you, right? All right, let's move on. Verse five, counsel in the heart of a man is like deep water, but a man of understanding will draw it out. Most men will proclaim everyone his own goodness, but who can find a faithful man? Verse seven, the just man walks in his integrity. His children are blessed after him. You know, walking in integrity in the area of business can really bring a blessing on our children, on our families, because having a good name can cause people to show our kids favor. You know, I've seen it with my uh, wife's grandpa. He owned a store and he helped people when times were tough. He would let them 
you know, write things off and, and he would carry the bill for a couple of weeks until they, things got better financially for him. Therefore, he had a great name, but it gave his kids also that same favor that came with his great name and even his grandkids. You know, my wife would have people come up to her even probably today and tell her what a blessing her grandpa was. Verse eight, a king who sits on the throne of judgment scatters away all evil with his eyes. Who can say I have made my heart clean? I am pure from my sin. Diverse weights and diverse measures, both of them alike are an abomination to the Lord. Verse 11, even a child is known by his doings, whether his work is pure, whether it is right. Verse 12, the hearing ear and the seeing eye, the Lord has made both of them. Verse 13, do not love sleep lest you come to poverty. Open your eyes and you will be satisfied with bread. I want to read that verse in the Living Bible. If you love sleep, you will end in poverty. Stay awake, work hard, and there will be plenty to eat. Verse 14 says, it is bad, it is bad, says the buyer. But when he has gone his way, then he boasts. Let's look at that in the Living Bible. It reads, Utterly worthless, says the buyer, as he haggles over the price. But afterwards, he brags about his bargain. We can use this in business because if we are on the end where we're selling a product, right? We're selling something. We're selling a service. And someone's trying to talk us down or, or trying to minimize what we're offering in our minds in order to get the price down. Right here, we can see the motive of their heart. So we know what's going on. And if we know we have a product that's worth a certain amount, we don't have to yield to that buyer saying it's worthless, utterly worthless. <laughs> ah, let's keep going. Verse 15, there is gold and a multitude of rubies, but the lips of knowledge are a precious jewel. Verse 16, take the garment of him who is a pledge for a stranger and hold it as a security when it is for a wayward woman. Verse 17, Bread of deceit is sweet to a man, but afterwards his mouth will be filled with gravel. I want to read that to you in the Passion Translation. What you obtain dishonestly may seem sweet at first, but sooner or later you'll live to regret it. Never, never, never yield to dishonesty in business. No matter what kind of situation you may find yourself in, sometimes you may find yourself with your back up against the wall. That's when you turn to the Lord. Don't turn to dishonesty because it will bite you sooner or later. Verse 18, every purpose is established by counsel and with good advice, wage war. I want you to think about this. I'm going to read this in the passion and I want you to think how you can apply this in the business realm. It reads, if you solicit good advice, then your plans will succeed. So don't charge into battle without wisdom. For wars are won by skillful strategy. Think about how you can apply that in business. Verse 19, he who goes about as a talebearer reveals secrets. Therefore, do not meddle with him who flatters with his lips. Whoever curses his father or his mother, his lamp will be put out in obscure darkness. Verse 21, an inheritance may be gained hastily at the beginning, but the end of it will not be blessed. I read one translation that said, uh, quick money doesn't last. Verse 22, do not say I will recompense evil, but wait on the Lord and he will save you. Verse 22 in the Passion, let me read it to you. It says, don't ever say I'm going to get even with them 
if it's the last thing I do. (laughs) Wrap God's grace around your heart and he will be the one to vindicate you. That applies so much. You know, early on in real estate, I remember a veteran real estate uh, guy on the seller's, so the homeowner, the seller's end, I represented the buyer, he represented the seller, and I feel like he took advantage. I feel like he did me dirty. And you know, when the deal was fell apart and uh, they sold the house to someone else, I kept saying, I can't wait until... I am on the other end and he's trying to buy a house from me because then I'll get even with him. But, you know, God had to deal with my heart that that wasn't right. And, you know, over time, I forgave him. And and over time, I found out he was a Christian. Right. And over time, I realized he really didn't outdo me. I mean, he really didn't uh, do me wrong. It was a misunderstanding on my end. He did what was best for his client. And he did really what he should have done in the situation. But because I came out (laughs) on the bad end of the deal, you know, my clients had to walk away not getting a house they really wanted. It made me feel cheated, right? So let me read that again. Verse 22 in the Passion. Don't ever say I'm going to get even with them if it's the last thing I do. It might be the last thing you do. Wrap God's grace around your heart. And he will be the one to vindicate you. Verse 23, diverse weights are an abomination to the Lord and a false balance is not good. Man's goings are of the Lord. How can a man then understand his own way? Verse 25, it is a snare to the man who dedicates rashly that which is holy and after the vows to make inquiry. Verse 26, a wise king sifts out the wicked and drives the threshing wheel over them. The spirit of a man is the candle of the Lord, searching all the inward parts of the heart. Verse 28, mercy and truth preserve the king, and his throne is upheld by mercy. Verse 29, the glory of young men is their strength, and the beauty of old men is the gray head. And finally, verse 30, the blows of a wound cleanse away evil, so do stripes the inward parts of the heart. I trust you enjoyed this teaching today, and my prayer is that it brings much fruit in your life. Let me also encourage you to subscribe to the Spirit-Led Business Podcast on iTunes, Spotify, or your favorite podcast platform. If you will also leave a review, it will help others find these timely teachings. I would also like to hear from you. My email is spiritledbusiness one. That's spirit-led business and the number one at gmail.com.